0: This is Mr. MacMillan. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you the praise and honor and glory. We ask, Almighty God, that you go with us today in this word. We ask, Lord Jesus, that you give us your understanding of this word. And help us, Almighty God, to utilize this word in our lives every day. And Father, we ask, Almighty God, that you would also help us to recognize and see when we stray off the path of your word so that we may be able to get back on this word quickly. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Father, we give you the praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your understanding. And thank you, Lord, for your word. Amen. Amen. Okay, we are going to start in the word today. We are in the first book of Titus and the first chapter. Okay. Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith, according to the faith of God, elect and the acknowledgement of the truth, which is according to. Godliness, in hope of eternal life, which God, who cannot lie, promised before time began, but has in due time manifested his word through preaching, which was committed to me according to the commitment of God our Savior, to Titus, my true son, in our common faith grace, mercy, and peace from God, the Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. For this reason, I left you in Crete, that you should set in order the things that are lacking, and appoint elders in every city, as I commanded you. If a man is blameless, the husband of one wife, having faithful children, not accused of uh, dissipation or insubordination, for a bishop must be blameless as a steward of God, not self-willed, not quick-tempered, not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for money, but hospitable, a love of what is good, sober-minded, just, holy, and self control holding fast the faith The faithful word, as he has been taught, that he may be able by sound doctrine both to exalt and convict those who uh, contradict. For there are many insubordinate, both idle talkers and deceivers, especially those of the circumcision, whose mouths must be stopped who subvert whole households, teaching things which they ought not for the sake of the dishonest gain. One of them, a prophet of their own, said, Certains are always liars, evil beasts, and lazy gluttons. This testimony is true. Therefore, rebuke them sharply, that they may be sound in the faith, not giving heed to Jewish fables and commandments of men who turn from the truth. To the pure all things are pure, but to those who are defiled and unbelieving nothing is pure, but even their minds and conscience are defiled. They profess to know God, but in works they deny him being abominable, disobedient, and disqualified for every good work. But as for you, speak the things, this is chapter 2, but as for you, speak the things which are proper for sound doctrine, that the older men be sober, reverent, tempered, sound in faith, in love, in patience, Reverent, reverent in behavior, and not, and not slanderers, not given to much wine, and teachers of good things. That they abominate, uh, but at their, that their admonish. That they, sorry, that they abolish the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, homemakers, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be blasphemed. Okay. Likewise, exhort the young men to be sober-minded, in all things, showing yourself to be a pattern of good works in doctrine, showing integrity, reverence, and incorruptibility, sound speech that cannot be condemned that one who is an, op- is an opponent may be ashamed having nothing evil to say of you. Exalt servants to be obedient to their own masters, to be well pleased in all things, not not asking back, not pilfering, but showing all good showing all good fidelity, that they may adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior, in all things, for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age. Looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearance of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and, pur- and purif- purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. Speak these things, exalt and rebuke with all authority and let no one despise you. Chapter three, remind them to be subject to rule and authority, to obey, to be ready for every good work, to speak evil of no one and to be pre- peaceable, gentle, showing all humility to all men. For we ourselves were also once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But when the kindness and the love of God our Savior, towards man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and rewinding of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out as an abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, that having been justified by his grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal. This is a faithful saying, and these things I want you to affirm constantly, that those who have believed in God should be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable to men. But avoid foolish disputes, genealogies, contentions, and strifings about the law. For they are unprofitable and useless. Reject a devise, divisive man after the first and second admiration, knowing that such a person is warped and Sinning, being self-condemned. When I sent Artemis to you, or Tychilius, be diligent to come to me at Nicopolis, for I have decided to spend the winter there. Send Zenas the lawyer, and Apollos on their journey with haste, that they may lack nothing, and let and let our people also learn to maintain good works to meet urgent needs that they may not be unfruitful. All who are with me greet you greet those who love us in faith. Grace be with you all. Amen. Amen and that is the end of Titus um Titus and Philemon are very short books, so we are going to be joining them together today. Okay, so now we're going to move into Philemon, and again, these are letters that Paul wrote while he was in prison. Okay, all right, let's move on to Philemon, and this is first chapter, first verse, Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, and Timothy, our brother. To Philemon, our beloved friend and fellow laborer. To the beloved Philoacippus, our our fellow uh, soldier, and to the church in your house. Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God, making mention of you always in my prayers, hearing of your love and faith, which you have towards the Lord Jesus Christ, and towards all the servants, that the sharing of your faith may become effective by the knowledgement of every good thing which is in you and Christ Jesus. For we have great joy and consolation in your love. Because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed by your brother. Therefore, though I might be very bold in Christ to command you what is fitting, let the love Love, uh, yet for love's sake I'd rather appeal to you being such as one as Paul, an aged and now also a prisoner of Christ Jesus. Uh, Jesus Christ. I appeal to you for you for my son Omnius, whom I have begotten. While in my chains, who once was unprofitable to you, but now is profitable to uh, you and to me. I am sending him back. You, I am sending him back. You therefore receive him, that is my own heart, uh, whom I wish to keep with me, that on your behalf he might minister to me in my chains for the gospel, but without your counsel, I I wanted to do nothing that your good deeds might not be by compulsion, as it were, but voluntary. For perhaps he departed for a while for this purpose that you might receive him forever, no longer as a slave, but more than a slave as a beloved brother, especially to me. But how much more to you, both in the flesh and in the Lord. If then you count me as a partner, receive him as you would me. But if he has wronged you or owes you something, put that on my account. I, am Paul, I, Paul am writing with my own hand. I will repay, not to mention to you that you owe me even your own self besides. Yes, brother, let me have joy from you in the Lord, refreshing my heart in the Lord. Having confidence in your obedience, I write to you, knowing that you will do ever ever more than I say, even more than I say uh but meanwhile also prepare a guest room for me for i trust that though your prayers that through your prayers i shall be granted to you epaphras e for e, e for, for us, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus greets you as does uh, as do Mark, Articus, Demas, Luke, and my fellow laborers. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you, with your spirit, amen. Okay. All right, and that was the end of Philemon. Now, we will be moving into Hebrews. All right. Okay, Hebrews, the first chapter, first first. God, who at various times... And in different ways spoke in time past to fathers by the prophets has in these days spoken to us by his son whom he has appointed heir of all things through whom also he made the world okay but well, we've talked about this before at the beginning was God and what was with God? The word. And who is the word? Jesus Christ. Okay. So that's what they're referring back to. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Christ is superior because of his deity, right? Having become so much better than the angels, as he has by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they, for to which of the angels did he ever say, you are my son today? I have begotten you. And again I will be to him a father and he shall be to me a son. But when he again brings the firstborn into the world he says let all the angels of the god worship him. And of the angels he says who makes his angel spirit and his ministers a flare flame of fire. But to the son, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated lowlessness. Therefore, God, your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness more than your companions. And you, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. They will put, they will perish, but you remain, and they will all grow old like a garment, like a cloak. You will fold them up, and they will be changed. But you are the same. And your years will not fail. But to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation? Chapter 2. Therefore, We must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. For if the word, spoken through angels, provides steadfast and every transgression and disobedience receives a just reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him. God also bearing witness both with sign and wonders with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. For he has not put the world to come of which we speak, in subjection to angels. But one testified in a certain place, saying, What is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you take care of him? You made him a little lower than the angels. You crowned him with glory and honor and set him over the works of your hands. You have put all things in subjection under his feet, for in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not but under him. But now we do not yet see all things put under him, but we see Jesus who was, uh, we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor that he by grace of god might taste death for everyone for it was fitting for him for whom all things for whom are all things and by whom are all things, and bringing many sons to glory to make the author of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one, for which reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren. I will declare your name to my brethren, in the midst of the congregation, I will sing praises to you. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, here am I and the children whom God has given me. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and the blood, he himself likewise shared in the same that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is, the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subjected to bondage. For indeed, he did not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Therefore, in all things he had to be made like his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make, to make, uh, um, sorry, I lost my place, um, Okay, uh he might be a merciful and faithfully high priest in things pertaining to to God to make probation for the sins of people. For in that he himself uh has suffered being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. Chapter 3 Therefore our holy brethren partaking of the heavenly calling, considered the apostle and the high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him, who appointed him, as Moses also was faithful in all his house. For this one has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who built the house has more honor than the house. For every house is built by someone, but he who builds all things is God. And Moses indeed was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those Things which would be spoken afterwards. But Christ as a son over his own house, whose house we are, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoice of hope, of the hope firm to the end. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your heart. Do not harden your heart as in rebellion. In the day of trial, in the wilderness, where your father tested me, proved me, and saw my works forty years, therefore I was angry with that generation and said. They always go astray in their hearts, and they have not known my ways. So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, Least any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin, for we have become partakers of Christ. If we hold the beginning of one's confidence steadfast to the end, while it is said, today, if you will hear his voice, do not hearken your heart, do not harden, excuse me, your hearts as in the rebellion. For who, having heard, rebelled? Indeed, was it not all who came out of Egypt led by Moses? Now with whom was he angry forty years? Was it not with those who sinned? whose corpse fell in the wilderness and to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who did not obey. So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Okay. So we're going to stop here at uh, chapter three. Um, and as you can see, they're speaking of Christ Jesus. And again, uh, one of the one of the things that you're going to hear a lot about is faith, because without faith, there's nothing. You have to believe in order to receive. Okay, all right. Hi, right, everyone. This is Mr. Macmillan. You have a blessed evening and good night.